What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Well, here's a great discussion, Chelsea. Let's bring in Matt Josephs. You know him as Mid-Major Matt Handicapper for Sports Memo, and he's on Twitter at Mid-Major Matt. So, Matt, we'll get right into this because I know Chelsea is tired of my compelling text talk here. I've asked everyone this this week, can Florida Atlantic really win the national title? Yeah, I mean, of course they can. I, I mean, they've shown me so far by some of the wins they've had and how they've won these games that they certainly can. To me, there's two futures you should have right now. You should have a UConn future to some extent, and you should have a Florida Atlantic future, and that's about it. Uh, everybody else I don't think is really worth it. You either roll over some money lines or, or do something else. But, yeah, I think Florida Atlantic certainly has a shot to win the championship. Especially at that price, because right now with BetMGM, FAU is plus 625, which to me, even if they just make it to the championship game, you've got a great hedging opportunity there with something that's plus 625. So a no-brainer in my opinion. But let's look at these games individually and some of these spreads. Let's start with the FAU game where we have San Diego State, the favorites, minus 2.5. This line has moved from 1.5. Total of 131 and a half. Is there anything that sticks out to you here? Well, certainly, I think, I mean, as I said, I think Florida Atlantic's the, the side here. I, I, I'm a big fan of the Owls. Uh, uh, the thing that will be interesting, and I wish we had the DeLorean to kind of tell me what's going to happen on Saturday, but if you could tell me how many three-pointers Florida Atlantic makes, then I think that I'll be able to tell you who wins this game because we know Florida Atlantic wants to shoot the threes. 44% of their shots are from three-point land, and San Diego State actually invites them. 40% of the shots allowed from San Diego State are from three-point land. The problem is no one's making them i mean if you look at what happened to alabama and creighton two teams who shoot a lot of threes and didn't make a lot of them against um san diego state so far this tournament uh, I, I think that'll tell me what this what will happen in this game uh, to me it's florida atlantic or nothing here um i might wait to see there were some threes that briefly popped up um for the aztecs there so maybe you wait a little bit see if that three will come back if not there's a couple of player props that might be interesting elijah martin under two and a half three pointers uh was on my radar because you look over the last eight games only three players have had three three pointers or more against san diego state uh so i would look at maybe like an Elijah Martin under here. I think San Diego State takes him out of the game or at least attempts to from three-point land. Matt, I have a question for you, and I was thinking about this earlier today because coaching clearly matters in college basketball. Who is the best coach remaining in this tournament? 
Um, that's a good question. I mean, I, unfortunately, Stop. it's probably Stop. Danny Hurley. Danny Hurley is the guy that I feel like you would love to have on your team, but you absolutely despise him because he cries and whines over every call. Like, I wanted uh, Danny Hurley to coach Syracuse um, before he went to UConn, but that was also when, you know, Coach Beheim was frustrating me a little bit. Um, you know, Syracuse and UConn used to play each other, and he's a guy who complains over everything, but he's a really good coach. Um, I, you know, I like Dusty May, but, I, you know, he's he's only been somewhat of a Johnny-come-lately here. Uh, Brian Dutcher has done a good job at San Diego State, and, of course, Jim Laranega is a really good coach as well, but um, I just think that maybe Hurley is slightly better than Laranega right now. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Okay, my other question is five and a half points. The spread in this Miami-UConn game. I think, judging from what you've said, you think UConn's probably a solid play to maybe win it all. But it's five and a half points, too many points in this Miami and UConn game. I feel like it is. Um, I, I feel like it is a little bit too much. I was very surprised when this line very mu- first came out that the recency effect of Miami winning their game the way they did didn't get Miami money early on. It was opened at five and a half, and it pretty much stayed at five and a half when it first came out. What was it last weekend? Um, I thought, you know, we've seen a lot of people fall prey to the recency bias in college basketball, and we didn't see anybody bet on Miami there. It was really odd to see that. You know, I wonder if UConn was the last game and then the spread came out would people have bet on UConn right away um, I don't think this number is going to move very much I, there may be a six briefly but you better be on your computer ready to go because it may not last very long but yeah I think Miami could keep up with it Miami is the better backcourt here and if Omier and Miller stay out of foul trouble they can at least hang in the front court wise problem is if the foul trouble comes you might want to live bet UConn because they'll certainly pound it inside time and time and time again Matt, I wanted to ask a little baseball. I know you probably have a baseball prop or two today, but before that, you're a Philly fan. Let me ask you about the Phillies. Reese Hoskins is out. Bryce Harper is coming back after the All-Star break. Do they have a chance to make a run in the National League again? Well, it depends. I think, uh, you know, Bryce Harper, they actually think maybe coming back at the end of May, which is re- the reason why oh. they didn't put him on the long-term IR. Um, I think that would be pretty huge. Uh, it, it was a little concerning last night that Aaron Nola looked poor. Um, now, granted, Aaron Nola is not as good on the road, and Aaron Nola actually throughout his career has alternated good years and bad years, which would make this a bad year. Uh, I'm glad they didn't pay him what he was asking for because he's not an ace. You know, Zach Wheeler is the ace of that rotation. Uh, they've got some injury issues. It depends on how long Ranger Suarez is out. I think the Braves are the class of the division. I actually put a little money on the Braves to win the World Series. I think the Braves might be the class of baseball. Uh, certainly in the National League, they're better than the Dodgers, I think. They're better than the Padres, I think. So as a Phillies fan, I hate to admit it, but I think the Braves are better than the Phillies. Well, and also they have a GM that's going to go out and get whatever they need at the trade deadline in Alex Anthopoulos. Uh, all right, so let's get to some plays. Matt? I'm sure you've looked at at least some strikeout props. I know it's only four games today, but what plays are sticking out to you on the board today in baseball? 
So last night, um, there was briefly a six and a half out there for Lance Lynn when it came to his strikeout prop. I, I you know, I had Dylan Cease's under. That was a mistake. Um, Dylan Cease was great last night, started his Cy Young campaign. But I looked at last year, and Cease struggled against Houston, so I thought it was going to happen again. Clearly, it did not. Um, I like the under once again for, for Lance Lynn. I'll go back to it. Houston's got a couple of guys who have really good numbers against Lynn. Jordan Alvarez is hitting 500 against him. Alex Bregman's hitting 350. Martin Maldonado is hitting 438 against the guy, and that's the key. It feels like a lot of these lineups have terrible catchers. Um, and not only are they terrible catchers, but they strike out a lot. And that kind of hurts your K-prop unders here. Like the Guardians, who were K-prop under gods last year, they add Mike Zanino, who's basically a strikeout waiting to happen. So that kind of forces you to adjust your handicapping a little bit. But, you know, when the number was six and a half on Lance Lynn, I like the under. That's the key on these strikeout props is getting them quick because they move. The juice will be ridiculous sometimes, but they'll move the number. So last night was six and a half. There's five and a half out there now. I still kind of like the under, but not as much as six and a half. Um, I'm going to hope that the Astros return to form because they were constant unders uh, last year in Major League Baseball. He knows baseball. He knows college basketball. It is mid-major Matt, Matt Joseph's handicapper for Sports Memo. Matt, we always appreciate the insight and good luck betting on the tournament this weekend. Thank you so much. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.